Check, check, one, two, check, one, two. Miami on the Rocks. Casey Chops. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at MIA on the Rocks. Follow us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Today's guest got one of the biggest DJs in the city. If you don't know who Nano is, you're living under a rock. You haven't partied in Miami. Sir. His sto story is crazy. Yes, sir. I appreciate you coming through, my no, brother. Anytime, man. Yo. Family, man. You, we've been rocking. We've been rocking for a few years, man. You know, yeah, and, bro. And you know, I'm I'm always here, man. I'm yeah, bro. I mean, at the end of the day, we're we're you know top DJs in Miami, so there's always like a competition element to what we do. But at the end of the day, it's respect. You know what I'm I saying? Kinda, like, I guess when I was younger, I I looked at it as competition, but I feel like I'm the only person that does what I do. You know, and that's true. And I feel like I'm the best at what I do, and and my best thing is adversity. Mm. Um, you know. I'm very few DJs, you know, that that can just show up to pretty much any venue, whether it be tech house or or EDM house or Latin or hip hop, and I'm gonna rock out, and people are gonna be like, "Bro, that that guy gets down." Yeah, you know, so that's what's set me apart, you know, in my life, and, mm -hmm. and to get me a lot farther in what I do, and just keeps me busy. You know, yeah. you being a DJ, the hardest thing is to get gigs, so. You know, when you do everything, it's as you, you're an open format DJ too, and you, you kill it. You know, it's easier to get gigs as best mm -hmm. to just being the Latin DJ or being the hip hop mm -hmm. DJ or, you, you understand? You got to be a chameleon, you could fit in. Exactly. And I think we're both at a point in our career, bro, to where like, if we want to, we could work seven days a week if we wanted yes. to. But I think yes. we're both at a point where we kind of want to we've been there. Yeah, right? We've been and there. We kind of want to DJ less, you yeah. know what I mean? And try to like, it's more about quality now. Exactly, and, and exactly. Quantity. But um, for the people that don't know, um, you're from Tampa, correct? I grew up in Tampa. Mm -hmm. um, I, I grew up in Tampa, but I, I lived all over the world. You know, I was born in New Jersey. Um, I'm Puerto Rican uh, by blood, 100%. Um, I grew up in Tampa at uh, 18. I moved to Miami. Um, at, uh, at 19, I got into a motorcycle accident. I broke my legs, almost killed myself. And then um, I got really, really focused on just getting better, <clears throat> getting better as a DJ. So I would, uh, I would make mixes and, and grind because I had no option but to, mm -hmm. but to work. I couldn't mm -hmm. walk, you know? Damn. So, is that what got you into DJing? Is no, like... I've been DJing my whole life, man. Okay. What, yeah, I've been what DJing age since you... I was 13 years old. Oh, okay. Yeah, I started the first uh, teen night in Tampa. Oh, shit. So I was a uh, DJ for, you know, the whole teen population that grew up in mm -hmm. Tampa. So, you know, okay. that was what, what started everything. So you 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 went from Tampa and you built your name up in Tampa. Yeah. And then I I I reached that limit mm. that uh I would say even you understand what that is because you lived in Miami and and you've played at the top clubs for mm. so long that you know sometimes you 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 think you're like what's next? Yeah. You know, what do I do now? And that was another thing that kind of set me aside from a lot of DJs. I always had a, a, a something another move something mm -hmm. something to try something to risk everything mm -hmm. i got going on and and bet bet on myself every to time to level. get to that next level mm -hmm. so like i said i was getting really good with these mixes and on my online presence was major because mm -hmm. i didn't have a choice but to you know mm -hmm. like like a, another dj um that i respect also city mm -hmm. um you know we all know him as a youtube dj mm -hmm. you know but he found his niche. He's making money. He's killing it. He's getting booked all over the place. Why? Because he found his thing, you know? So right. I started doing these mixes. I kind of I kind of got that presence rolling um, online. And people were reaching out to me, not knowing that I couldn't even walk. Damn. So I got, 
I got, um, as crazy as it sounds, I got a job offer in Bahrain. Bahrain is in the Middle East. For anybody that doesn't know, it's in the Middle East. Um, it's a 45-minute drive to Saudi Arabia. So it's literally right there. Um, is that close to Dubai? Yeah, it's a 45-minute okay. flight from Dubai. Okay. Um, everything's right there. So um, I, got, I got offered a, a, a one-day one gig there. So I, I couldn't leave the country because I got into this motorcycle accident because it was a high-speed chase on a motorcycle. I was just Ooh, that being, boy GTA six. I was being reckless and mm -hmm. uh, and just young, you know, naive, mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't want to stop. Turn into a crazy chase, um, and yeah, I, I paid I paid the price for it, hefty, a hefty price, you know, almost mm -hmm. my life. Sheesh. And um, yeah, so I hit a car with no helmet, and uh, I, I should I shouldn't be here. One hundred percent. Yeah, the doctors, everybody was like, "Bro, this is nuts." This you was know? in Miami or Tampa. Tampa. Okay. Yeah, Tampa to St. Pete. I crashed in St. Pete. On the way to DJ at Shepherd's, which is like this crazy uh, pool party. Yeah, I swear Damn. to God. And uh, I was on the way there. Oh, this was in the daytime? Yes, this was in oh, the daytime. Shit. I would have my headphones on. I was just going there. And it was stupid. I didn't have, I had a suspended license. And it was my one of my friend's motorcycle who lent it to me. So if I stopped, they were going to take the bike. And oh. I was having a day where I was just like... Yeah, you on a bike? I can yeah, get Yeah, I'm out. I've, I've ran from the yeah. cops plenty of times on motorcycles, and it, it didn't work out in my favor that day, and, and I paid the price, and, and I learned, you know? So, so um, you're making these mixes and, and recovering from your motorcycle accident, and then, you know, you, you people knew who, who you were in Tampa, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. you did the biggest clubs in Tampa. The, I, I knew the, of you when you were in Tampa. I was the biggest DJ in Tampa. And like, then you go to Bahrain. So, the thing is that they told me. Um, my lawyers told me because I never went to uh, went to went to court for this uh, aggressive uh, aggravated fleeing to elude, mm. which is high speed chase, you know. Mm. And um, I just I didn't I couldn't walk, so they were really kind with me, and they were like, "Look, whenever you get better, you come to court, and we'll figure it out." Till then, don't leave the country, don't do anything stupid. Like you're you're out, you, you know, but you fucked up, right? You know, like you got to pay for this, right? So. They hit me with an opportunity to leave the country, and I asked, you know, lawyers and shit, and they're like, bro, you can't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I gambled. That's one thing I mean just off the bat. Mm -hmm. I took a gamble on a one-day gig. You know why? Because I needed the money. You know, so you went to all the way to Bahrain for one day in hopes that no one knew? Yeah. Okay. But I didn't know. Like, they told me, mm -hmm. not, they, they told me straight up. They said, look, once you leave the country, they know. Oh shit! Okay. You know, so um, I was already in trouble. Like as mm -hmm. soon as I land on American soil, they were taking me to jail right off, right off rip. So I left. It was a good paying gig. It was like five k, mm -hmm. you know, plus expenses. Mm -hmm. I'm 20 years old. Right. I, I'm I'm barely walking again. This is right when I got off, you know, got off my crutches. I'm over here walking like a pimp, mm -hmm. and um, and I took the gig, and I flew all the way out there, and I and I and I did my thing. And it was a day party for a grand opening of, of, a, of a rooftop, you know, pool party type of thing. Mm -hmm. I get in my room after, I get a call from the, the owner of the whole hotel. In the Middle East, all the clubs are located inside of hotels. Mm -hmm. So he calls me, he's like, hey, you know, I, I would love to have dinner with you and uh, talk to you. Mm -hmm. I said, of course. So I go down, I meet the owner of the hotel, big shot, obviously. Um, and he's telling me, he's like, yo, the staff loves you here. You know, we, we need something... Like you here, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, um, if you, 
people don't know there's bases like navy bases mm-hmm. and army bases all over these places mm-hmm. so these people party you know and locals party and it's just a mixture of people that just want to go out and have fun is it fun. like tight like middle eastern islamic like restrictions and rules over there it is but it depends where you're at so mm-hmm. dubai is 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 a little more loose and bahrain is way more loose okay you know you got abu dhabi which is pretty cool okay i've heard of um that. And they're all they're all like in in the same area Lebanon, uh, Kuwait, Qatar. Mm-hmm. I've been all over. I've mm-hmm. been all these countries. Um, so they offer me a fucking job right there. He's like, look, I want to give you a six month contract, and I'll pay you three months in advance if you don't go home right now. Not Holy knowing shit. that I don't want to go home. Yeah, you know. So this is how God mm-hmm. works. You know, and they put this opportunity in my lap at 20 years old, and I didn't have nothing to look forward like yeah. back to. They were gonna put you in the hotel and pay you. Yeah. Oh shit. So this is free. Um, they're gonna. I live at the hotel. I have a driver on call. You know, I get three meals a day at five star restaurants located throughout Oof. the throughout this hotel and the clubs in the hotel. Mm-hmm. So everything's right there. You know, so every month I get this check that I just deposit. Everything's paid. Mm-hmm. You know, so I stayed out there. Six months passed. They were like, "Hey, we'll give you um, a raise if you decide to stay." But are are your are your lawyers and shit like hitting you like no, while you're over there? I left. Like, That's it. Like, okay. if you ain't know anything about lawyers, yeah. if you ain't talking money, they ain't want. They ain't trying to hear it. Yeah, you know. So initially, I hired a lawyer because I knew that I was looking at some big problems. We're talking big felonies yeah. here. I'm, I'm gonna get a high speed chase with helicopters and all that. Yeah, you know, like I got, I'm, I'm, I fucked up. I gotta, you know, I gotta do this right. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that you go to court with a real lawyer. Yeah, not a public pretender. You yeah. Know? So, I left, and they were like, "Yo, what's up?" And I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna be out here for a while." They're like, "All right, well, hit us when you get back." You know, just like that. Okay. So I left. Pretty much six months turned into like two and a half years. Wow. Yeah. Every six months, a raise. I'm buying a car. I'm buying this watch. I'm buying this chain. I'm Damn. I'm balling out. You're giving me a check for thousands of dollars every month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, how was DJing out there? Did you like it? It was cool. It was, it was it was cool. It was just it just felt like uh, I was doing the same thing every day. You know, when gotcha. you're a resident, resident. Yeah. How many DJ? days a week were you working? Six days. Wow. Yeah, six the days. Same spot for the same two and club, a half years. Same time, two and a half years. But the bag is there. But the bag is there and was there. And I did what every 20. stupid 22, 23-year-old kid does when you get that type of money. I blew it all. Yeah. Sheesh. All right? You know, I wish I could go back in time, smack myself around. And, yeah. And, you know. Some but, property in Dubai. You live, you yeah. Yo, you live and you learn. And, and, and. That's the best thing about starting from the bottom mm-hmm. is that when you get to a certain point, you respect it. Yeah. And you've and you had your ups and downs and and that's what builds character and that's what builds who you are and that's what sets you apart from people that were just giving money. One hundred that's what makes it worth it because you have something to compare it to. If you're born with money and then you get money, it does doesn't mean anything Brother, to you being, because you being at a point where I'm at in my life, I know multi-millionaires I know multi-billionaires mm-hmm. and these people are not they're not all happy you know mm-hmm. like and it's sad mm-hmm. because they have everything in the world and 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 that's what I'm like wow like you know what I am happy that that I 
that I yeah. learned and I, I went through these struggles, you know. I went to jail for a year. Like, I experienced a lot so, of different things in life, man. So, f f to finish the story, so what happens when you do come back after two and a half years? So, I came back. I went to, I went to, to first of all, I went to Thailand before I came back. Oh, that boy went. <laughs> I ran the bag up. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. You know, I was sitting good. I was lovely. I was walking. I looked great. Mm -hmm. I had the I had the the drip that mm -hmm. I spent money on. I had the the thirty thousand dollar Breitling that everybody wanted when mm -hmm. Boosie had it. You know, like I had it, bro. And mm -hmm. and I was young, crazy, naive, and mm -hmm. I had money. And I was like, ah, y'all should have never gave me money. Yeah, like, look yeah. at me, you know. Yeah, but I, but I was always fun. I always respected people. I always, mm -hmm. you know, took care of people. You know, to this day, like, you know, I'm just, I thank God every single day for what I have. And, mm -hmm. and bro, like, life is just, life is really good. You know, just people take for granted just waking up and being able to walk. That's real. You know, and, 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 and being, bro, like, I, I know a lot of people that are paralyzed or this or that, and they're mm -hmm. good hearted. And maybe they had an accident or maybe they were born that way. But just the fact that you're, you could do certain things like that, it's mm -hmm. just like, so, so you go to Thailand, mm -hmm. and then what happens when you come back to United? I went to Thailand. I was in Thailand for like... So I was supposed to just go on a boys' trip. Mm -hmm. You know, while I was living in Bahrain, I flew... Mm -hmm. So I, I, I'm, I grew up in the streets, you mm -hmm. know, when I was a child. My mom and dad are like, like real crackheads, and, mm -hmm. and they did like, you know, meth and heroin and all mm -hmm. that. And um, I grew up just like living with friends and all that. Mm -hmm. But uh, one of my best friends, my childhood friends, like he calls me one day. He's like, "Yo, I got caught sleeping with my manager's fucking girlfriend," and and he fired me. And I'm like, "What do you expect was gonna happen?" Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> and I was in a position to help one of my best friends out. That when I had nowhere to live, mm -hmm. he let me sleep in his room under the roof with his mom and dad. Mm -hmm. You know, so till this day, he's one of my best friends, Yalki in New York. Mm -hmm. And um, I, he calls me, and I'm like, "Bro, like." I got this penthouse, two floors. I got an extra bedroom. I said, bro, I'll buy you a ticket right now. If mm -hmm. you, I was out there by myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, he's like, yo, if you're serious, I'll get my passport right now. He ended up coming with me out there. And he, I got him a job bartending, you know, and like mm -hmm. we, we rolled it out, you know, and it was, it was dope. It was a great experience. So I met a few really cool people that were on the base, mm -hmm. you know, or just, you know, engineers and stuff like that, that mm -hmm. get flown out to live there. So we did this boys, boys trip to, um, to Thailand, mm -hmm. and I just fell in love with it. I liked it out there, so we ended up just having fun, and, and I stayed a little longer than I should have. I met Jean-Claude Van Damme. I got, to, oh, shit. I got to party with him. I got to party. Party party with John Claude, that's which crazy. is like one of the coolest things I've yeah. ever done in my life. You that's, know, damn, that's legendary. Yeah, it's legendary, bro, and it was, it was dope. So I leave Thailand. I call my lawyers. I'm like, yo, I've got them on retainer. They're like, look, get the closest thing to the county that you're going to, because as soon as you land, they're gonna put you in a truck, and you don't want to be in that truck for too long. Yeah. I landed in Miami. Um, I was I went from TGK, which is one of the jails, to Metro West. I was there for like, you know, a month and transferred me to Sarasota, which is like two, three hours away and mm -hmm. in, in a paddy wagon strapped up like Damn. a little dog back there. Yeah. You know, and, you know, there was times where it just, you break down, you know, it sucks. I went from living so good and luxurious. Well, you went from living like a, a millionaire exactly. in, in the Middle East and like so, a five-star hotel, partying brother, with Jamin, to landing. To, to, to landing and, and, and going straight to hell, bro. That's and, crazy. And... 
you know what? I don't regret it. I I, I wouldn't change a thing. You so know? Did you do? Did you do time? Like, what was yes. the verdict on your? So case? I I did uh, I did like two and a half, three months, and mm -hmm. then I get uh, I get off on probation, thinking, mm -hmm. oh, this is a piece of cake. Mm -hmm. You know, I get off on probation, and then I'm out and about, and you know, just hanging around with the wrong crowds. Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll, you'll get tangled up, man. That's mm -hmm. probably one of the most important rules in life is you are who you hang out with, you That's know? A fact. So I got caught up and I had to go to jail. Mm -hmm. I went to jail for, for about a year. They gave me 364, which is okay. a year in county. Mm -hmm. And they gave me that. And when you get out, you know, no... You're good. Yeah, no papers, no nothing. Okay. So I went, I did that. You know, I'm in the jail. Mm -hmm. And now I'm adapting to jail. Now I'm working yeah. out every day. I'm, I'm this is in Sarasota, you said? This is in Tampa. Oh, Tampa, okay. So they took me from Sarasota to Tampa. That's okay. where everything was at. And, uh, and you know, you learn a lot from being in jail, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it made me a lot stronger. I know that, that I could do... Anything, you know. What's something you learned from that experience, like in jail, like? It's how to be tough, bro. Yeah. Yeah, in any situation. Mm -hmm. I got, uh, so uh, something wild that happened while I was in jail was I was in the, you know, in jail, they have different types of jail setups. Mm -hmm. They have like open bay, which they just put beds everywhere and people just, they sleep in an open room. Mm -hmm. You know, that's for like the little down. I was in the two man per cell. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the, the jail, mm -hmm. county. And, um... My roommate was like this crazy Puerto Rican dude who's been in and out of prison, mm -hmm. you know, like I had no business in a room like with this, this dude, guy. Yeah, yeah. you know, like, and, and, and I'm just such a friendly person that if I'm going to spend fucking so much time with somebody sleeping right under me, I'm going to get to know you. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I don't want to have to worry that you're going to stand yeah. in the throat one yeah, night. Yeah, for sure. So I ended up being really cool with this guy. He's Puerto Rican, but he's just, he's not there, but I know mm -hmm. how to deal with people mm -hmm. like that. We were the bestest of friends. We were so cool. He looked out for me. He used to help me cook and all this, you know, because he knew that he knew it. You yeah. know, he knew this is his life. Yeah. And, you know, he would get these plates every day and he'd break the lids and he'd sharpen them and he'd take the, the bedding off of, off of the beds and he'll make little knives, shanks out of. And this was a normal thing. Yeah. This is not like I made one and it's here if I need it. This man had a pack. Like he probably had like 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 thirteen, you know, and he'd tie yeah. them and he'd hide them good, you know. Like they do random searches in jail. At any time they'll come in your room and get right. the fuck out. We're searching your whole room. They find phones and all that. Yeah. So that's nuts, bro. I'm I'm chilling. I'm out. But I remember this like it was yesterday, and I have a terrible memory. I was sitting down watching TV, or I was watching the Lucifer show, mm -hmm. and um. And they're just like horns beeping, alarms going off. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on? And I see, and I'm just like in my zone eating. I'm eating oatmeal. That's what I ate every day. I, like oatmeal and peanut butter or whatever. And out of nowhere, they're like, yo, uh, Elvin, uh, you get on the fucking ground. And they put me in a room. They, you know, put me in a chair. And I'm like, what the fuck happened, bro? You know, and they're like, what are you doing Make like what are you doing with all these knives? What's going on? Is, is there something going on that that you know? Is there gonna be a big you know breakout? You know, mm -hmm. and everybody's gonna like and I'm like brawling shit. And I'm over there like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, and they're like, oh, like we found you know all these knives in your room. And I was like, brother, does it look like I, I'm sitting around making knives? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and and they're like, well, that's your room. And I was like, well, I share that room. You know. And and they're like, uh, 
you know, I said, bro, like, look at my record, bro. Like, yeah, I, I, I've, you know, I've been in jail a few yeah. times for weed, and and you know, I fucked up on a you know high speed yeah. chase, but there's nothing about you're you know, not handcrafting knives. I'm not here, you shit. know. I don't got no assault, no batteries, no domestics, no no none of that. Yeah. You know, I'm not a violent person. And they're like, look, there's no way that you're in this room and this guy's making knives and you have no idea about it. We're so I'm sorry, like you're just as guilty because if something really happens and people die yeah you could have you could have prevented it so i look at the cop and i tell him I said if i knew that somebody was making knives do you think i'm gonna say that somebody's making knives in there like this guy's obviously not right in the head yeah yeah, you yeah. Know? i'm like, sleeping with him and there's I'm knives not, in i'm my- not snitching on the guy that's making knives i'm sorry <laughs> like it's just not gonna happen you yeah, know yeah, yeah. so they're like well you're just as guilty so they give me three months in solitary confinement so now it just gets worse and worse. Now I'm in a room, 24-hour lockdown. I how got into your bid? How much? How much time into your bid does this happen? Like halfway through, like yeah, type like shit? halfway. Oh, okay. So now I'm in this bro, a room with a mat like this. If anybody's watching that's ever been in solitary, or you watch those shows on on uh, Netflix, it is exactly what you see on Netflix. Jeez. People crack in there, and you know, I would uh, I would put my sheets in front of the door. Mm-hmm. And um, I would talk to the neighbors, you know, and there's people there that have these pending cases that they don't know where they're going home, that they just can't be in general pop. So they're sitting in solitary confinement and they just can't be out there. Like killers and shit. Yeah, yeah. killers, rapists. Yeah. Or, or just people that are not allowed out there. Like, like they just, they're, they're, they have a, a, a big trial coming up and they're talking about things on the phone or something. Uh, and they just, they, they, they put yeah. them in solitary until everything's over with. So... What kept me sane was knowing that I had a, I was going to get out of there. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of people that had no idea when they were getting out of those rooms. Yeah. And they, them going crazy and me being there to, to mentally help them, like just being a normal person and talking to them. Yeah. You know, like letting them know that I'm human too and I'm here with you. Yeah. And everything's going to be fine. Yeah. You know, but reality, I knew everything was going to be fine for me, but not for them. Yeah. But I kind of just, but every night you hear people going through it, crying, screaming, kicking doors. Like, Damn. this is the real nightmare that you see on TV or in scary movies or whatever. And I was there living it, you know? I went from this to... to I say all the time, bro, I say, like, it's so important to be able to, like, live with yourself by yourself because yeah. a lot of people, like, sitting by yourself in solitary confinement, that's considered punishment. A lot of people can't just sit with themselves. They'll go yeah. crazy, yeah. dog. yeah. That's like a skill you got to acquire. Yeah, like, be able to sit in, by, with yourself and not need anybody or anything yeah. for, like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that's, I mean, these days it's hard to, people can't do anything alone. Yeah. I love being alone. No, me too. I'm, you know? I think I'm addicted to being alone. Yeah. I think it's like a problem. Because I wonder, yeah. like, can I even live with somebody at this point? I can't. Yeah. That's another thing. I can't live with people. You know, I have, I got my own place, yeah. uh, a nice little penthouse, and people stay with me from time to time. You know, I'm that friend right, that, right. that's always like, yo, if you're ever in Miami, welcome in a you're always hosting. welcome, man. You're, you know, to my friends and family, you know, and, um, and yeah, but after, you know, a few days, I'm like, dog, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I need my space, but, you know, or people that make it a habit to come see you every time, I'm like, bro, like, you know. And uh, yeah, man. Damn. So you you do you do your year bid in in, in jail. You come out, brother. I came out of there happier than ever. Yeah. Yeah. Because with a new appreciation for because life. Because I just was behind walls, and I know what it is to not have freedom, mm-hmm. and and 
just be stuck, you know, and helpless and mm -hmm. have to get through it with mm -hmm. really nobody but yourself. I had a few, you know, I had my best friend, my manager, Angelina. She was there for me the whole time. Shout out, Ange. My, my, one, another one of my best friends, Alex from Tampa. Um, but they, they helped me out. They were there. They talked to me on the phone all the time. They put money on my books. You know, that's mm -hmm. really important, too, to help you out, help you get through shit. But um, I did that. I came out, and it was go time. Like, as soon as I got out of there... I, I hit the ground running so hard. Um, I was in Tampa for like two months, and then I got uh, I, I came down here. Angelina got me a job at the at the grand so opening. You, you do two months uh, when you get out of jail in Tampa, and, yeah. and you're working, and then you're like, damn, bro, I gotta go to Miami. Is no, that what the no goal? no? I I started getting comfortable in, in Tampa because remember, I got all this money that I saved from overseas. Uh, I'm doing good, mm -hmm. you know. I get a crib out there, you know, like I'm set up, I'm set up. But in my mind, I was settling for less, you know, like Miami's, Miami's Miami. Right, bro. right. Like you can live anywhere in the world, but Miami, bro, we're talking the craziest rent in the States, the the yeah. most expensive living is in Miami, in all America yeah, right now. No, like we can argue fact. about it, but Miami's the most expensive place to live. So... I was settling in Tampa when Angelina got me a gig here. I came here and it opened my eyes. It was at Rockwell, the grand opening for Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. uh, I started that with Harold, you know, with, with we killed it. Mm -hmm. The owners, Chris and Keith Pacello, were like, yo, you know, we, we dig it, but we know you don't live here. And I just told them right there, I said, you know what, like, I don't care. You know, I'm down. Sign me up. I'll be here every week. Mm -hmm. No, don't worry. I'll make it happen. I'll move here, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and the next... Two weeks, I was I already had a, my own condo on, on the beach, and I've been here six years. So yeah, yeah. So then you you start working on the beach, doing your open format vibe. Um, I feel like you were kind of one of the first ones to like bring the open format vibe like back to the beach. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like obviously like in the in the in the generation well, before us, before yeah. us like the Mauricio like that was the legendary open format, and yeah. then it kind of died out and it got super urban like super hip-hop for a yeah, little bit yeah, yeah. and then i feel like when rockwell opened you came down certain certain the open format kind of like emerged again like on the beach you know yeah, yeah. i understand you 100 percent mauricio's I, one of my um inspirations him easy you know and i'm lucky to call these guys my brothers right now you know their family yeah. i call them anytime they're, they're always there for me um but yeah uh i started at rockwell i just started with the open format and it just worked and that was enough to get me seen all over Miami. Mm -hmm. So I started with one night, and that one night was barely enough for me to pay my rent, mm -hmm. you know? And and I want to say in two, three weeks, I already started, you know, at Jones. Mm -hmm. uh, so the resident DJ went to Ibiza for, like, some emergency he had. They heard I was good. They hired me to open and close at Jones, mm -hmm. you know? So now I'm opening and closing at, at Rockwell and then Jones. I got two nights, two nights, at, at one night at Jones turning to, turning to three nights. So now I'm at Jones three nights and I'm at Rockwell one night. And that's already four gigs a week. So yeah, so now, you know? so now, now, now you're solid. Like, now I'm solid. Like mm -hmm. I'm making money, I'm chilling, I'm, I'm loving Miami. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm that new Miami kid that's yeah. just doing his thing, you know? Then a little a little while after that, Harold had me at Wall on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. So now I'm doing like five gigs a week, strong, mm. you know. And I'm now I'm chilling. Now mm -hmm. now it went from Nano the opener to Nano the headliner. Mm. Now I got clubs like yo, let's see what you do here. Mm -hmm. And now I'm getting the bag. 
You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like now they're paying me a lot more because right. I'm headlining. And they went from headlining one club to monkey see, monkey do. I'm headlining mm-hmm. all these clubs. Mm-hmm. You know? And then everybody wants to book Miami's hottest DJ. Mm-hmm. So now I'm getting calls from Dallas, from mm-hmm. Houston, San Antonio, LA, Boston, Atlanta. So little by little, I started traveling here and there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I kind of just always told the, the owners of the clubs, I said, look, if I'm not the best DJ you ever booked, don't pay me. Yeah. You know? And they're like, if this kid's that confident, you know, what's up? Yeah. And, bro, that just that just got me really far. Just putting in the work, putting in yeah. the work, and putting in the work, you know? Where where So where's your mentality at now? Like, well, what's, what's you know, your vision right so, now? So, um, I want to say I'm... I'm the biggest open format DJ um, mm-hmm. because I've done something in music history that I'm pretty sure has never been done. I'm the only DJ to ever play all genre festivals. So I've had I played Rolling Loud, which is the biggest hip hop festival in the world. Mm-hmm. I played Power Fest, which is I want to say the biggest Latin festival in the world. Mm-hmm. Power Fest, Baja Fest, you know, a few mm-hmm. different Latin festivals. I've played EDC, which mm-hmm. is one of the biggest house festivals in the For world. Sure. I mean, Tiesto can headline EDC. He's not going to play Rolling Loud. Yeah. You understand what I'm going here? Yeah, like you kind of brought the open format to the festival. I brought open hit- format to its peak potential by headlining. I could play a two, three-hour set of house. I could play a two, three-hour set of Latin. I could mm. play a two, three-hour set of hip-hop. Yeah, your bag is you know? deep. So, you're- so I took it as far as that little mix that you do at the club for open format to, no, I'm going to really study these and mm-hmm. really do my thing. And now I get booked for just Latin clubs. I get booked for just hip hop clubs mm-hmm. and I get booked for just house clubs. And now I took it even a step further. I'm doing tech house, you know, so not just the EDM, but the tech house, the spacey vibes. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I did that my- wave kind of like got popular this yeah. like in the past like yeah, six been, months. So I've always calculated where music was going and, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm doing now is what Khaled did with hip hop I'm just using all my contacts mm-hmm. and I'm putting like some of the best producers in the world with some of the best Latin artists hip hop artists oh. this and that for, for the house world so know? that yeah yeah that's like like what, what uh, Carnage Gordo what Gordo did right. you know like what mixing Migos and, and Trap and, 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 and producing half of Wayne's I mean half of Drake's new album you know yeah like He's doing something that nobody's done, you know, and, and people take notes and I'm going to do it, but in my, my, in my way. And my yeah, generation. yeah, yeah. He has a certain style. I have a certain style and, you know, like, so I respect mu- that. So musically, because I'm always curious to see, like, when, once you get to, like, the top, you know, to where we're making the bag, like, DJing and we can't, we don't want to DJ seven days a week. I'm always curious to see, like, which angle DJs go. Some DJs go to, like, okay, I'm going to make music now. Some DJs go, I'm going to start my own party. Some di- like, I'm always curious to see how DJs so branch every, out. Every DJ has a different mindset, you know? Right. I was, um, I was always really business-minded. Mm-hmm. So I've always had different businesses, like, always. You know, I make money different in a lot of different Mm-hmm. ways i make money off instagram you know like mm-hmm. if somebody lost their account i can get it back you know mm-hmm. or you know it, I, there's a lot of things that, that i could do to help you like really right you know get your get your things going or you know i, I bought you know different dj setups and i rent them out you mm-hmm. know that's that's a rental company you know i have a uh i don't have you know i have like you know somewhat of an agency because mm-hmm. i have Different DJs. I get called for gigs all the time that I just can't take. Right. So you kind of plug in people. So I broker the, the deal. I tell the DJ I'm gonna take 20% and, mm-hmm. and here's your gig. Fire. You know, and like, bro, there's during COVID, you know, I was throwing massive 
parties. Yeah. You know, and, and I learned the business. You know, I learned the the rental. Let me rent this house, pay the mm-hmm. overhead. Let me pay the these, you know, whoever I need to make this happen. Mm-hmm. And I was doing yacht parties, this, that. So COVID really turned me into a crazy hustler. COVID, I think, did that for everybody. Yeah, did like, that for, you know what I mean? Like you had to, you have to, you had yeah, no choice. Yeah, we couldn't you know, work. Your dog. back's against the wall. Yeah. So bro. how are you gonna go from a DJ that's working five, six nights a week at the biggest clubs around the world to nothing? You know, my bills got to get paid. My yeah. rents, my rents are almost six thousand dollars. You know, yeah. not the cars, not not the just yeah. living. You know, yeah, bro. You know, so that was a crazy time, bro. Had to figure that out. DJing on Instagram and shit. Yo, like, I was DJing uh, off the balcony with yeah. Tory Lanes. You know, performing yeah. across the hall. You know, <laughs> and and we just did it, man. We just did it. So the music, the music route you're going with is is the tech house route. It's, like with the mu- it's it's house. Okay. You know, um. A lot of a lot of a lot of big DJs like John Summit, like like Gordo, like mm-hmm. you know, they could release a tech house song one day. Release um, like John Summit, he's like the the king of tech house, right. one of them, you know. And then he just released a, a new single, and it's uh, it's more like dance electronic, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's a banger, and he's playing it at space. He's playing it at all these clubs, mm-hmm. you know. So right now, the Bigger DJs were bending rules, you know. Right. Because we can't. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's genres no rules. Any, I feel like there's no such thing as a genre. No, anymore, I feel really. like it's there's like, no, there's genres. There's no rules in music. Like mm-hmm. you as an artist, I can't tell you what to do. Yeah. You're an artist. Yeah. You're gonna express your art how you feel. Right. So who am I to tell you you can only play, play this or play that? To the people. Like, so guess the- what? I might not like what you're playing, but. If ninety percent of the people in that crowd is like is gonna like it, then you're you're gonna yeah, succeed. You're good. Yeah. You know, and that's what I do. I get hired for some gigs, and yeah, you know, somewhat some of the owners are like, play this, play this, and yeah. I, I do it because that's what they're paying me for. Yeah. But when you let me do my thing, I guarantee you that's gonna be a lot better than. Yeah. Because this is what I do, you know. So I get there a little, you know, early. I read the crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is gonna work. This is gonna work. This is gonna work. And if not, sometimes you gotta throw a, a curveball and to see if it'll yeah. work. Yeah, it's a risk. Then you'll never know. Yeah, that's you a fact. You gotta take a risk, you know. That's a fact. You're gonna play Katy Perry mid set at, at you know at Live on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It might work. It might not. Uh, yeah, you yeah. never know. Like, when you do what? something like that, it's either going to fail miserably or go well, super crazy and it's going to But guess what? Hit. If it works, that's what, it's going to go a, crazy. You're a genius. You're exactly. a mad scientist. Exactly. You're the guy that's, you know? How do you, how do you feel about like the Miami club scene like 2023 where we're at with the music cycle? and everything? You know what? It's this, The Miami club scene has, has definitely been up and down um, right now at this exact time. It just... Started popping, you know, because, right. uh, you know, but I want to say like right after the holidays, right a- right after Basel is really when everything goes bad. Yeah. You know, yeah. right after our Basel, Miami just tanks for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You don't see me as a DJ. I know because bottles ain't flying. Yeah. Yeah. You just see it. Yeah. They're all promoters. And then all that, all that crypto money like went away. All like, that, yo, we know, were like in fantasy land for a little bit. Like yeah. last year, money was... These crypto dorks were everywhere, like spending bags, like and it's not it was there. Cra- yeah. Most of these guys, I know they're not they're not promoting the yeah. you know the 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 crypto, the forex, the, yeah, the this, the the Amazon, the all that all that stuff that they sold you on at first that they were making Shit. all this money on. They're not doing Shit it no more. Right up quick. I mean, but as far as the, how do you feel about the Miami scene? Not like the time, but like just with the music that we're in. As far as like Latin, so uh, uh, the way I saw it was like hip hop kind of got a little. 
That's, like a little that's slow, a major... like dark vibrations, and yeah. it wasn't like no energy with it. Then the Latin took over, thank God, and helped us out, bring us energy yeah. to the room. And now that is kind of, you know, I'm still playing Bad Bunny like yeah, from yeah. a year ago, and those are the biggest records still in crazy. the Latin. Yeah. Still, you know so what I'm saying? So that just goes so, to show you that the Latin market, I mean, Drake being the biggest artist in the world mm -hmm. just shows you that Latin music took over. Right, you know, me, me being an open format DJ, I love playing hip hop. I love, I love playing all that. But right now, people just want to hear Latin and they want to hear house music. They want to, they want to hear more good feeling yeah. music. Right, you know, unless you're gonna go to the to to these really like tech house raids and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's there's a certain crowd for for certain DJs. Right. You know, I'm there's, talking about more of like the open format vibe. Yeah, like yeah, we're yeah. just gonna go to so so open format right now is is is. It's mostly Latin music. Yeah, right. Yeah, Latin and, and, and house and just, you know, the, the, the songs that people know. I always know? say, like, we always used to have, like, every winter, every summer, every season, we'd have, like, 10 hit records, and then we would build around but those what records. I wanna... But I feel like now is, like, bro, we only have, like, two or three, like, hot records now. Uh, it's not like how it used to be. What I want to say is that hip-hop is not the same. Yeah. Hip-hop has taken a major L lately, mm -hmm. and, I mean, it's just not what it was yeah, a year bro. or two years ago. Bro, Drake is dropping records and they're not doing the numbers they were before. Yeah. And Drake is Drake, you know? And yeah. it's just like, I feel that it's really tough for artists to pop right now, you know? Like, it's very, the, the odds are very low. So everybody that's trying to be an artist and wants to be a DJ and all this, like, I tell them, like, it might look like, like it's all, you know, glitter and gold, but it's not. Yeah. You know? I, know, I know DJs that were making big bags that are just you know, getting by right now, right. you know, like the music industry is not what it was. So, you know, unless you, unless you, you were a big DJ before that's still getting booked like that, or you're, you, you popped already or whatever. I, I'd say keep that job and, and, until. Ride it out. You like, know, we're like, like in a figure it out stage right now. Like, like, like what John Summit did, you know, John Summit had a job. He was an accountant or whatever, but he still, you know, he didn't give up on his dream. And guess what? He popped as a DJ. Mm -hmm. And I, I think until you get to a certain level to where you know a hundred percent that you're, that you could live your life off of this or that mm -hmm. you're going to make enough money to invest into other companies that you're going to be able to make money on. Don't do it. Yeah. A lot of people ask me every day, Hey, you know, are you going to do courses? Are you going to, can you teach me how to DJ or should, you know, what's advice that some, some kid came mm. up to me last night, you know, upcoming, up and coming DJ, what advice would you give to me? You know, as, 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 you know, up and coming DJ who I admire you so much and I look up to you, you know, so it's tough, you know, it's tough. Mm -hmm. It's not. And right now it's really tough. You know? I feel like we need up tempo hip hop. Like that 90 to 100 yeah, BPM. Bro. Like everything is so slow. Yeah, we and can't it play it because it's, it's giving off bad vibes. And and to be honest with you, you don't go to house clubs and hear about shootings. Yeah. yeah. So it happens at hip hop clubs. Yeah. It's and too, why too is much that? ego. Too much ego. Too much ego. Everybody's standing around. Everybody's, everybody's showing off unless, uh, in front of people that act like they have it who really don't have yeah, it that's yeah. just waiting for you to hit that corner so they can take it yeah you know and and that's what it is i travel to chicago a lot i try i travel i'm in i'm in north carolina this weekend i travel yeah. every weekend and i just see what's going on all not just in in florida but all over the world right you know so 
you know, a lot of people is just is bad for them, and and yeah, bro, it's just tough. It's tough out here right now, you know. Yeah, if bro, I always say like now more than ever, you need to be able to do everything. Like if I never learned Spanish or got into like yeah. like like really invested in that, I'd be stuck right now because you know I'm able to do, bro, I'm able to do like Latin shit. I could do English exactly. shit. I could do house shit. And you gotta be a chameleon. That's why they book you a lot. That's be a why chameleon. You still, they're still flowing. You know. It's yeah, still bro. Um, I want to. Uh, I, I want to check out Dubai, bro. I think I'm gonna Dubai go. Really I never cool. been. I just I'm went gonna... again. I just came back. I was there with uh, Steve. Will do it. We had a uh, we had a big show out there, um, like uh, two three months. How ago. do you think the club circuit is over there? Like, do you think like you could it's work five days a so, week over there and kind of yes. do what you do over here and make yeah, make hundred percent? I think I want to do that, bro. Because I'm. Yeah. T I feel like just America. Like, yeah, United, it's no, just like bro. I see. Just it's degrading. Like the people. Like. South Beach, you've seen South Beach this weekend for spring break with just madness going on. I just feel like culturally everything is just like degrading. I want to go somewhere where like we're not, no one's on that American weirdo shit anymore. Like, you know, people still have rules. People still move with class. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think I want to go there and just check it out and see if I like it, bro. You should definitely. I mean, the best thing of, of me being a DJ, my lifestyle, is that I get paid to travel the world, you know? Yeah. So I've I've seen a lot, you know. I've been a I've been a lot. I've been to over 20, 30 countries, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the best part about my job is that I get paid to travel and enjoy mm -hmm. it and see and go sightseeing mm -hmm. and all this and and see the different cultures and and learn about you know that and meet a bunch of great people, you oh, know. Yeah. I, I got friends all over the world. I got friends in Russia and Panama and Costa Rica. Like I talk to these people every day. One of my best friends is. It's the biggest uh, Russian rapper in the world, G Gun. You know, like Damn. I just got my my other boy Static in Israel. Like I've met the biggest artists all over the world and stay in contact with your, all these people. Where was your favorite place to DJ outside of the country? Um, Costa Rica was really nice. Mm -hmm. um, Medellin, my second home. I love, I love it there. Um, Moscow was really cool. Really, yeah, I had a blast. I was there during peak war, which is, but it's. That's what you see on TV. Yeah. They make it look different. I had the best time. I had a blast. If anybody's debating whether to go to Russia or go, go to Moscow. It was amazing. You ain't go with, with, the, with the weed pen, right, Don? Like Brittany Grainer, you ain't go. Definitely you ain't, did yeah. not take yeah. a weed pen to <laughs> Russia. Yeah, yeah. No. That was crazy. Yeah. I was there while she was in jail. For real? Yeah, I swear to God. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was there while she was in jail. That's wild. That's very wild. So you got the music coming out. Um... Do you do you have like a, a release date or like a? Uh, I don't have a release date yet. Um, it's it's uh, I finally got I think which is gonna be my record. That's okay. gonna go big. Um, that's the hardest part in, in making music. I'm such a perfectionist. Yes. That I I know what what I'm capable of, mm -hmm. and I I was short selling myself before that. For the music, so could we say like summer? Is that like fair to say for the release? No, nah, I want to say like in a month. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I'm going to be releasing a song like every month. I'm going to go perfect. crazy on that. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. Nano, tell uh, tell everybody where they can follow you uh, follow you on social media. Uh, at Nano the DJ on uh, on Instagram, on TikTok. Um, I'm 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 new on fairly new on TikTok. I'm still learning that yeah, way. Me too. It's too much. It was just tough. It's too much. And Instagram just takes so much of my time because it's my business, mm -hmm. and I get a lot of work from my IG. Mm -hmm. Um, that I'm really focused on that. Fire. Okay. Yeah. So we got all that. We got the music. Follow him. I appreciate you coming through, my brother. Brother. Anytime. Um, uh, your schedule. You wanna uh talk about any up upcoming dates um, you got going I, on? I, I'm 
uh, the resident right now at the Hard Rock. So on Sundays, I'm doing the pool party. Fire. Which is insane. Shout if out Big Mike getting a lot of money. I see you dancing on Instagram now. You're getting the yeah, bag, Mike. Big Mike is my brother. I love yeah. him, man. Mike, Machete, thanks for putting me on. Um, I'm there every Sunday. I, I do like three gigs on Sundays. I mean, all I can say is just follow me on Instagram because I travel the world and I might be at a club near you. And uh, I will be at a club near you. So There it is. DJ Nano. Bow. Bow. <laughs>